Hey, Husky fans, this is Trevor Mueller with Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel, and welcome back to our Pac-12 Pick Show. Tonight we have uh, Sports Illustrated Husky Maven's Mike Martin and Kayla Olin. Kayla Olin, also a new member of Fourth and Inches, the Husky podcast. Um, so everybody who's listening to this has probably already heard Kayla and I's take on uh, the previous game against Arkansas State. Uh, but Mike, I wanted to give you a couple of minutes to give your take on it as well. Okay. Well, first of all, my take is that that grammar is killing me. Kayla's and my take, not Kayla and I. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's that's the. It's the, okay, Trevor. I'm going to start correcting him now so that you can get even throughout this entire show. So it, we'll get there. Don't worry. I appreciate that. Kayla, you're breaking up. You're freezing. We can't hear you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the Arkansas State game, you know, that was kind of, you know, it was who we thought they were. That's that's the old Dennis Green. They are, we, they were who we thought they were. Okay. And that's the Husky team that we thought we were going to see all along. Um, I thought that, that uh, you know, I thought that the Husky team that went up against Michigan was the team that was going to face Michigan. Um, the the only thing that I, I thought that they might be able to go in and upset Michigan, but after I saw that Montana game, um, I knew that, that with with those that, that amount of receivers out, it's a it's a that's a tough hill to climb. Right. So the you know I don't have anything great to say other than. That's, that's a team that we thought that they were. And as the receivers begin to get healthy, Roma Dunze, um, you know, get Jabez some snaps, see if he can burn a red shirt and contribute. You know, when, when that side of things start to, to come in and, and when, when, when Sean McGrew is utilized more, we've talked about him quite a bit on this show about why he wasn't being used. I think that we're going to see uh, a much better product on the field. So I'm not at all surprised at what the score was. That's what they were supposed to do to Arkansas state. Yeah. And finally, you know, Kayla, we're finally getting to the PAC 12 conference play. And really that's what's going to matter from here on out. The Michigan game was the Michigan game. Unfortunately, the Montana game was, is what it was, but Really, most of Washington's goals are still there on the table. I actually saw somewhere, I wish I had written down the actual publication that came out with it, but they still have Washington winning the North. And I think even winning the Pac-12 championship game, I was like, have you been watching preseason? Obviously not to knock Washington, but <laughs> there's still a long road ahead. And so it was pretty interesting to see that it's almost forgotten. It is, but it isn't. But everyone, everyone right now has a zero and zero record. Well, except for Washington state. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, same with USC and Stanford, Stanford beat USC. It's yeah. True. So, but anyway, uh, my point is, is that, you know, now the actual season starts the PAC 12 North starts right now. And, you know, did they get the ship righted in time? Did they figure out that Sean McGrew has a pretty good jump cut like we've been talking about? Did they figure out that uh, you need more than one receiver, um, you know, so, so 
I think that, that it all starts now. It's, this is where they're playing for everything. They can't sleepwalk through the first half. They have to play four quarters every single game from here on out. Right. And really for me, this is my favorite time of year too, because, you know, I'm a college football fan. I'll watch SEC games, big 10 games, but my favorite teams to watch are in the PAC 12. I love watching PAC 12 football. I know PAC 12 football really well. And it's the most enjoyable to me. So for the next nine weeks, almost all of the games that I'm going to be seeing, I have a vested interest in of some sort. And we're going to start right up top with uh, with our brothers to the east. Uh, Washington State is ha- traveling down to Utah. And Utah coming off a loss against BYU. Uh, WSU obviously having a really poor second half of the game. Uh, they are 14-point dogs to the Utes. Mike, what do you got on this one? Well, and... Utah is is curious. Um, uh, Winningham finds a way to lose a head scratcher every single year. Right. Um, this one, you know, that San Diego State game, they 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 could have they could have won it. And I think then something happened in overtime where they got kind of screwed uh, a little bit. But oh, yeah, I was thinking of ASU BYU. I know BYU also beat. Utah as well. Yeah, they beat up they they lost to um San Diego State. Yeah. So uh but but my I, I think that this is where um oh, hang on the my producer is getting calling in. Oh uh USC just scored again. Um <laughs> um Kayla, you have to smile. Come on, that was hilarious. I don't even um, get it. <laughs> UCLA, like, I wish I could help you on that one. But <laughs> UCLA yikes. scored 45 unanswered points. Uh, they were down 14 nothing to Wazoo, and they just ran the table on them the rest of the game. And so it's a joke that they just scored. I got it. Why? Anyway, um, Washington State and Utah, the, I, I think that this is uh, uh, the physical matchup that Washington State had with USC. They got pushed around. They got punched around. And I, I think that, that oh, the hardest game is when you're going to go up play an opponent that's physical right after a very physical game. And I think, I think that Washington State and, and Utah is going to have a whole lot to prove as well. So um, I, I think that this is one that Utah wins 42 to 7. Kayla? I'm just shocked that Mike did not mention Utah's uh downward spiral right now losing their starting quarterback who got benched and then just decided to leave so he's no longer he's no longer at utah and and so those numbers you know came out before charlie decided to say you know like i'm taking my football and i'm going home like And so I actually think I favor Wazoo a little bit in this one, just because you have a lot more veteran staff with your players. Utah is going to have to be all of a sudden in the next two, three days, working out a new starting quarterback and getting those first team reps. And so with that, I don't think Utah covers the spread at 14. I think it's a lot closer than that and probably even a WSU win. Wow. So I I mean, I'm with you. I think Utah, this is the most vulnerable Utah has been and, uh, Kayla, I yeah. always appreciated 
the way that you go after the Whittingham program in November <laughs> and it's starting a couple months early, you know, you, it you makes me watch. think that I should go put up my Christmas decorations right now. I'm like, where's my, <laughs> where's my tree? Utah's <laughs> losing. It must be Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Right you know, that's a great yeah. point. And, and you almost convinced me, but I just, I just don't think things are going well at WSU. I think that, you know, there are a lot, was it to Nevada they lost to in the non-conference yeah. and then, you know, scoring 14, nothing and looking like they kind of had control of that USC game just to get blanked for an entire half and, and go 45 unanswered points. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Uh, in Washington's the done way. it twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, for that, uh, I think I'm going to take Utah, but um, poo, it's either going to be really close or Utah is going to blow them out. So uh, I guess I'm going to take the, I'll, I'll take Utah uh, to cover the spread on that one, but I don't feel good about it. If I was actually betting on it, I wouldn't put money on that one. Here are two things to consider. How much film can Washington state prepare for, for the backup quarterback? There's not a whole lot of film. Um, and then that, that Utah uh, state, excuse me, that Utah defense is is pretty nasty and uh i think that they're gonna make a statement yeah i i mean i i when it comes to the backup quarterback like I, you have to do some game planning but you're playing against the guy that couldn't beat out the guy that just took his football and went home so i'm a i don't know if i'm that scared of that the passing attack from utah um but you know utah usually has a really good line uh can run and and wazoo um obviously has shown that defense still isn't the specialty since Alex Grinch left the, uh, the Palouse, but moving on, we have UCLA who lost a stunner to Jake Hayner and uh, Fresno state. Uh, they're headed to Stanford and UCLA is a four and a half point favorite. Kayla, what do you got on this one? I think Vegas hit the nail on the head with this one, just because they're so similar. They're so similar. Mm -hmm. You can look at the average points scored and UCLA is almost at 40 Stanford's exactly 30 points allowed. UCLA 25.7 Stanford, 25 total yards. UCLA is at 419, 420, something like that. Stanford lot less. So it's about 345 or so, give or take there. Yards allowed. UCLA allows a little more. Stanford allows a little bit less. So this is going to definitely be a toe-to-toe match. UCLA has proven to take in the biggest steps in the offseason and so far in preseason on conference, however you want to look at it. But kind of like mentioned earlier, Stanford is coming off a really big high with beating USC, supposed to be one of the favorites to win the South and, you know, go against Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. That being said, UCLA has a lot better defense. And so for that reason, I'm saying that, you know, offense those tickets, but defense wins this game and they cover. Yeah. So So, Kayla, could you do me a favor and do a mic drop with that intro right there? That was really good. Bam. <laughs> no, I just got it. It's my first time using this. I can't do it. <laughs> Mike set down. I like it. Mike set down. Yeah. A little pat. Um, I, I mean, obviously, Kayla, you know where I'm going to go with this one. I've been uh, for the last few, just a few last last few years. I'm on the Chip Kelly train. Um, but more than that, you know, Stanford, again, I, I didn't think at the beginning of the year Stanford was going to be much uh, of a threat in the north, but you know, and then they go out and lose their first game to Kansas state. And it looks like Kansas state might actually be a pretty decent football team. So uh, even with that loss, 
they go out, they, they just beat the tar out of USC. Uh, they end up, that's the, for, for some reason, that's the straw that breaks the camel's back uh, for Clay Helton and he's out of there. So uh, going, you know, both teams two and one, the more impressive win I think is still UCLA beating LSU. Chip Kelly seems to have his system working. Uh, they're running the ball extremely well. And, and unlike a lot of UCLA teams of the past, they're playing really good defense. So I'm going to take the four and a half. Uh, Mike. I, you know, who, if you would, if I would have told you that the last team to have the ball would win that uh, UCLA San Jose state game, uh, would you have, uh, or was it San Jose? No, no. Uh, uh, Fresno. 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 Yeah. So if I would have told you that uh, the last team to have the ball would win that game, um, can, can Stanford go toe to toe with UCLA? Uh, they, they were able to do it with, with USC. I, I, I just, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how UCLA responds after, uh, a, a loss like that. Um, do they have uh, a goldfish memory? Um, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll have to see, um, but I'm going to go with UCLA. All right. So that's a consensus UCLA uh, taking the four and a half and going with it. Uh, next that's up we have. If we don't, don't pick UCLA, you kick us off. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of, if, you, as, if we don't pick UCLA, host, you kick us off. Yeah. You're like, mm, bye. Yep. Um, <laughs> next up we have Arizona at Oregon. Uh, I, I don't really know how much, goes into this game. I mean, Arizona is actually in real danger of, of maybe not winning a game this season, the losing to Northern Arizona, uh, the way that they did uh, a close game where they were up and they, they lost the lead. I think coach fish has a lot of work to do down there and going in and beating a team like Oregon, who's, you know, they, they struggled in the first half against Stony Brook. Uh, I don't know if, they're not nothing's been said about Anthony Brown's health. Um, but Vegas, obviously a 28 and a half point favorite to Oregon. Uh, I'm going to take the 28 and a half because tell Arizona shows me that they could compete with a lower tier level team. I'm not going to pick them to, uh, compete anywhere near, uh, one of the top teams in the pack 12, Mike. Well, I love how you give yourself um, Arizona and Oregon. Well, clearly, uh, you know, you give me uh, Wazoo, Utah, Kayla, UCLA, Stanford, and you take the layup. Um, Look, I go, I talk at the start. I put a guest, guest, me, guest, guest, the guy who talks the most. Yeah. Okay. Uh, stick to that story. Yep. Anyway, um, the... I, I, I don't see how Arizona can really compete. They haven't won since Kayla was in a middle school. Um, so they, they've been bad for a very long time. Uh, there's, uh, you know, I, I think, I, I think that Oregon wants to, they have to really score style points. You're favored by 28 you're a top five team. They're going to want to score some style points to make sure that if they can make it through the Pac-12 North, through the conference championship, that 
teams that that they, that the voters can't go. Oh, let's put a one-loss Georgia team in over uh, Oregon because they beat Arizona by three. Yeah, I like what Mike pointed out in terms of considering even the college playoffs beyond now because Oregon is in the driver's seat. It is their playoff race to lose essentially. Uh, I know Oregon did come out and say that Anthony Brown is not going to start this oh, week. Okay. Uh, that just came out today. Uh, Ty Thompson, I believe, is our backup. He will be in, but that doesn't change the fact on Oregon and Arizona. Like, it shouldn't have changed the fact with Washington's third-string wide receivers against Montana. That shouldn't have made a difference, and I don't think it makes a difference now. I'm pretty sure Oregon would cover just because Arizona, I know last pick week, we're just like, we don't even have to talk about this show of hands. Arizona beats Northern Arizona. We're all like, yep, right. over here. Right. <laughs> and so with that being said, Oregon easily covers, even with a backup quarterback. Awesome. And then Oregon straight traveling. It's Oregon state traveling to USC. Uh, SC is a 12 point favorite. The Dante Williams tenure has started off with a one and oh start. Mike, will it continue with the win against the spread? Um, you know what? Oregon State is going to play them exceedingly tough. Um, they, despite putting up 45, they were in um, a pretty physical match against Washington State. I'm not really sure who Oregon State played last week, but I can check real quick. Um, Kayla, you have a memory like a trap. They played Idaho. They won forty-two nothing. Okay, uh, they're putting, you know, forty-five, forty-two. Oh, the you, last two was... weeks. So I think that um, I think that it's uh, covering the spread. No, I don't think so. Um. And I'm actually going to call an upset of Oregon State over USC. Awesome. Kayla, what do you got on this one? She has a frozen camera. Oh, Kayla, you're frozen. Um, so I'm, uh, man, I, I'm going to agree with, I'm going to agree with you, Mike. I, I love the Oregon State. Um, I love the Oregon State upset alert. Uh, I think that. Jonathan Smith, I just, I respect so much the way that his program runs. He's been able to take that program from, from really zero and get them back to uh, being a respectable challenger uh, in the, in the PAC 12 North. They haven't necessarily um, competed for the North championship, but they're now cemented in the middle of, of that, that second tier pack. They're, they're um, going to pluck somebody off. Um you know, they're going to, yeah, they're going to be somebody. And, and I think that SC is somebody that they can, you know, you, the, the defense has progressively gotten better. Um, they have two really good linebackers who, if I've, I saw that SC ran a little bit more, um, they'll be able to stymie that and really hopefully make them one dimensional. And if they're, if their corners can make some plays, I think this game gets really interesting. So um, I'm going to take the 12. I, yeah, and I think that at some point this season, I, and I'm, I'm actually picking it for this game, the Beavers are going to knock somebody off and people are going to be going, damn. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> that, that, that was a good one. I Goodness. really liked that one. 
It Kayla, is. This is the first time he's used it on your show. So. <laughs> 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 that, yeah, touche. Uh, Kayla, what do you got on this one? I don't think USC covers the 12. Oregon State does really, really well at the run defense, which we saw against, you know, them with Oregon last year. Oregon couldn't punch it in and right. Oregon State held them. Oregon State also has really good special teams as well. And I think that's something people can tend to forget a little bit. USC still looks to be the powerhouse just of all of the strengths that they do have. But with um, Slavis out right now, mm-hmm. that's a that's a quarterback that USC is missing. That makes this game even more interesting. And so that being said, I almost want to pull Oregon State for the upset. I don't think it happens, but I think it's only a three-point game. Awesome. Um, the Before the UW, of course, we have Colorado traveling to Arizona State. And uh, Arizona State, obviously, both both programs coming off of losses. Uh, Arizona State, a really close loss to BYU that uh, I'm shocked that they didn't review that fumble after the interception where the guy clearly stepped out as um, the BYU offensive defender uh, punched the ball out. But either way, uh, ASU loses that game. Colorado, after playing... Um, Texas A&M tough the week before really gets rolled by Minnesota uh, getting blanked. So uh, right now, Arizona state is a 14 and a half point favorite. And that seems like a lot for an Arizona state team. Who's obviously coached by Herman Edwards and they play a real uh, NFL style game where they control the ball, control the clock. So uh, I think Arizona state's going to win, but that half point makes me nervous because I think it's right around a two touchdown game. So I'm going to take Colorado in the points. Um, Kayla? 100% agree with you with Colorado at the points, just because I wasn't too loud. The only person really that I was loud with was uh, Rashad White with mm-hmm. Arizona. He basically carried the offense right there. And so with that being said, I think Colorado, it being Pac-12, they game plan, they know who they have to watch. I would also take under 14 and a half, but Arizona state still gets the victory. Mike. Um, yeah. Arizona easily covers the spread Colorado. Uh, they need to go back to was the game in Minnesota. Uh, I great. I don't think so. Okay. Well, wherever they, they need to go find their offense they left it somewhere. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really struggling. They, they had a really bad year, then a really good year, and now a really bad year so far. So they're they're really struggling. Um, I don't think that it's going to even be close. Yeah. And then, of course, the game that we all want to watch, 630 on the Pac-12 network, Cal travels to Washington. Washington in a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, this is obviously a huge game for Washington. It's a Pac-12 North game, so it almost matters double. Uh, it's you, you beat Cal, you're almost two games up on him. So, um, Mike, I'm going to give you the first crack at it. Well, I think that, that this team is, they responded and they, they showed who they are. And I, I, I think that again, I think that they, they have the horses to, to do a lot of good stuff. The, the the record right now is zero and zero. So is Cal's, and 
if the Huskies can go out there, play four quarters, uh, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of teams that can compete with them. If they can do that, um, if 1991 shows up, the Huskies win. If um, Tyrone Willingham shows up, it's going to be a long day for Washington. But I think that they they win 35-10. Awesome. Kayla? Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty difficult just because it is going to be one of the best defenses that Washington does face. However, Cal also, they came away with their first win last season like Washington did. They beat Sacramento State. However, they gave up 30 points to Sacramento State. And so if Washington can move the ball, similar to how they did against Arkansas State, if they can get those takeaways, I think Washington could make this a little bit easier than it has to be just because Cal's defense looked to kind of be almost a little bit of a lull this season. Still good, but not the Cal standard that I think we're used to. I think Washington covers. Yeah, and I'm with you guys on that. We're going to make it three for three on this. I think Washington covers seven and a half. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say rather easily or not. Um, We're going to do our preview show here in just a minute. And uh, I I have more to say about this, but I think that UW will – cover. Uh, and I think it could be, uh, a, a, a trend in the right direction for the program for conference play. Um, final thoughts for many of you. I think just for Washington in general, this is a season defining game. It's the first game, but it's the season defining game. Absolutely. Either Washington can handle and pull it out or they don't. And I think that's how kind of, we're going to see a lot of these teams now this week. Is it a season-defining game? Maybe. Yeah, Mike. I I I I I think I agree with Kayla um, inadvertently for once um, that this this is it's a defining game. Every single game, though, this year is going to be a defining game. If they win, um, you know, if they put out a good showing, that oh USC just scored again. Um, <sighs> if they. Come on, I'm trying to get Kayla to actually give a full blown smile. Yeah, um, I rolled. <laughs> you need new material, Mike. <laughs> That's why it was new funny. Material. That's why it was funny. That's why it was funny. Anyway, um, I agree with Kayla that it could be a season defining game, but every single game at this point is a playoff game for Washington. They anything that that they have to get rid of all of the negative things that are going on, isolate themselves and just focus on playing Washington football, get back to, to doing the things that fill that stadium again. Awesome. Let us know what you think in the comments, uh, like rate and review it, go to si.com slash wash college slash Washington for more great Husky content. Here it comes. For Trevor Mueller, Mike Martin, Kayla Olin, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs.